In September of 2017, the 40,000-strong real estate community of Greater Toronto was rocked by the execution-style murder of a successful, popular and respected broker in a busy downtown Toronto restaurant. The 54-year-old father of two boys didn't stand a chance, and while police continue with their investigation, there is yet to be an arrest. I'm Ray Wood, and this is Who Killed the Agent? A little before 9pm on Saturday, the 16th of September, 2017, well-known Toronto real estate agent, author, television and radio host, Simon Giannini, was dining with a friend at an upmarket restaurant and steakhouse on Simcoe Street in the entertainment district of downtown Toronto. Michael's on Simcoe is well-known for fabulous food and wealthy patrons. If you're on a budget, The surf and turf featuring a six-ounce prime tenderloin with lobster scallop and shrimp will set you back $85. And with that, you might choose an Okanagan 2015 Pinot Noir from Canada's British Columbia for $80. But September in Toronto is home to the TIFF, or Toronto International Film Festival. And diners at Michael's wouldn't be too surprised to spot a big-name Hollywood producer or movie stars like Colin Firth, Emily Blunt, Kira Knightley, Morgan Freeman and Johnny Depp, who have all dined at the restaurant, well known to be one of the finest in town. So if you've just received a nice advance on your next big movie role and feel like splurging, you got some options. The Kobe Black Tajima Beef, specially imported for Michaels from Hyogo in Japan, is $768. And if I'm wanting to impress my friends, I'd probably part with just over $2,000 and ask the sommelier to decant a 1998 Penfolds Grain Shiraz from South Australia. I don't know what Simon Giannini and his friend were eating or drinking that night, but the restaurant was near capacity with 140 diners enjoying the Michaels experience. But that was about to change. At around 8 minutes to 9pm, restaurant security CCTV footage shows a hooded figure with cap and dark glasses entering the restaurant. His dark grey hoodie with a large letter B on the left side of the chest is pulled tightly over his cap and much of his face. In fact, the hoodie looks to be zipped up almost to his nose. He's wearing loose track pants and runners. On the third step down, He hesitates and bends forward as if to hear something more clearly. He also looks to pull the sleeves of his hoodie down to cover his hands. He then continues down 10 steps, walks past the main greeting reception area where a restaurant employee asks if she can help. The man responds that he's looking for a friend. Realising he's walked past the main entrance to the restaurant, he turns back past the reception counter and makes a right into the main dining area. At this stage, 
It's unknown how the man was able to locate his target so quickly in a crowded restaurant of 140 people. Also, Giannini had his back to the entrance, so the man would not have been able to see his face. It's understood the man walked directly to Giannini's table and from the right pocket of his hoodie pulls out a handgun and shoots Giannini twice before turning back towards the entrance. But then he turns around, runs back to Giannini's table and shoots him two more times. The video, which does not reveal the actual shooting, shows the hooded gunman quickly fleeing the restaurant and running into nearby Pearl Street. Witnesses see him get into a white SUV, which peels off into the busy Saturday night traffic heading west on Pearl. With the streets of downtown Toronto thick with security for the film festival, police arrive in seconds, followed by EMS. Simon Giannini is rushed to hospital, but Toronto's 41st murder victim for the year is pronounced dead on arrival. Witnesses on nearby Simcoe Street see people screaming, crying and running away from the restaurant. A waiter from Michaels courageously chases the gunman outside and gets the licence number of the getaway car. In a September 18 article published online at ctvnews.ca, journalist Josh Elliott reports of an exchange between Giannini and the gunman, and I'll read verbatim from Elliott's article. Michael Dabich, owner of the restaurant Michael's on Simcoe, says his daughter heard a brief exchange between the unknown assailant and 54-year-old Simon Giannini moments before Giannini was fatally shot. Dabich says his daughter was working in the restaurant at the time and was about 10 feet away from the shooting. When the assailant approached Simon, the victim, she heard Simon say something like, ha ha ha, you've got to be kidding, or ha ha ha, very funny, Dabich told reporters on Monday. He knew it was coming and he thought it was some joke. End of quote. On Wednesday, September 20th at 2pm, some four days after the murder, Toronto Police Detective Shannon Dawson addresses the media for the first time. Here's an excerpt from that news conference. Good afternoon. Today I would like to introduce Detective Shannon Dawson of Homicide. She will be providing an update into Homicide 41 of this year. Detective? Good afternoon. I'm Detective Shannon Dawson with the Homicide Squad. I'm here today to provide you with an update for Homicide 41. The deceased, Simon Giannini, was a well-respected real estate broker and father of two. As you may be aware, on Saturday night, Mr. Giannini was in a restaurant downtown on Simcoe Street, dining with a friend. As he was dining, a suspect entered the restaurant and proceeded towards Mr. Giannini's table and shot Mr. Giannini. After the shooting, the suspect fled the restaurant and went out on Simcoe Street. He ran southbound on Simcoe Street to Pearl Street, where he got into a light-colored SUV and fled westbound on Pearl Street. 
Mr. Giannini was transported to the hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. I want to take this opportunity to thank the numerous members of the public who have come forward and provided us with valuable information on this investigation. I also want to thank the business community in the area of Simcoe Street as they have been so cooperative providing us with assistance and video to help in our investigation. Despite all of the information that has been forthcoming, I continue to ask the community to continue to assist us in this investigation. The purpose of my speaking to you today is to provide surveillance footage which captures the suspect and the suspect vehicle, the vehicle that the suspect fled in. If you have any information with regards to this investigation, now or after having watched the video, please contact me at the Homicide Squad at 416-808-7400, extension 77411, or at 52 Division at 416-808-5200. The video I will be showing you today is a compilation of five clips. These, this compilation will not show the actual shooting. In the first clip, you will see the suspect. As this podcast goes to air, it's about two months since Simon Giannini's execution, and an online search reveals little information about any progress in the case to date. And there are so many questions. Police are yet to reveal if the getaway car license plate has provided a lead. Was this a targeted professional hit? It would appear so. But why in the midst of one of the busiest nights of the year and right in the middle of the Toronto Film Festival when there are so many potential witnesses and police are patrolling everywhere? Does the victim somehow recognise his attacker? His verbal response just before being shot would suggest it may well be a possibility. And there are two things about the restaurant that I believe raise more questions. How did the gunman know his victim would be dining there that night? And how was he able to locate him so quickly among 140 patrons when his back was to the shooter? Witnesses say the entire incident took no more than 20 seconds. In September 2015, just two years earlier, a man and a woman were seriously injured in a shooting at the very same restaurant. So is the restaurant somehow involved? Authorities believe not. At the time of his murder, Giannini was in the middle of a messy divorce, but any connection to his widow has been ruled out. Was the victim into gambling, drugs, or some criminal activity that would make him a target? Apparently not. He was very well liked and respected by friends, clients, and work colleagues. In fact, numerous articles report glowing tributes to a dedicated father and boss.
Simon Giannini was a top agent in a city of 40,000 real estate agents, and by all reports, he was doing well. So why would he want to risk his success with anything illegal? It just doesn't make sense. But there is a connection to the victim that I believe needs a closer look. It's a connection that, from all reports, the slain real estate agent didn't really want. Could it be that this connection is the one that ended his life on Simcoe Street that night in Toronto as summer was coming to an end? That's next time on Who Killed the Agent. Who Killed the Agent is a special presentation for the Top Agents Playbook podcast and was written and recorded by Ray Wood at Prime Media Studios in Toronto, Canada. For links, a transcript of this podcast, photos and video, including the Toronto Police Press Conference and security footage of the alleged gunman at the scene, go to topagentsplaybook.com slash whokilledtheagent. To receive automatic delivery of the next episode, join Ray's VIP list at topagentsplaybook.com.